0: Beautiful. Just relax me already.
1: Right. All right, Trey, we ready? He always does this me, shit. <laughs> Every time. It's okay. All right, y'all. We out here. Well, welcome to Black Girl Storytime. What's up? I'm Shikara. It's me. And we are here with the lovely Salim. How are you? Are I'm guys. doing beautifully. Hello,
2: ladies. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. It's it's such a pleasure to be here, to be gathered around such beautiful energy. Um, I love what you guys do. I love how you speak. I love what you present to our community, who you are, your truth, your humor, your cussing, all of it. <laughs> like, all of it. All that energy. Because we love be cussing. Yes. But it's authentic. And we haven't even got in a-
3: started yet. It's already yeah. a
2: vibe. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, a lot of people aren't authentic. We got a lot of people yes. who are not on their own vibration, and Very you guys true. are, and I respect and appreciate oh, that. I appreciate and thank it. you so Very much true. for having me.
1: Thank you for coming and joining us, y'all. I have been so excited for this interview. Yes. it's been a long time coming. I am so stoked. So we are gonna get right on in. So, mm. Celine, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Uh, my name is Celine Malik. Uh, Cooper is a slave name. <laughs> it's the part of my life name. Celine <laughs> Lee Cooper. That's my full government. Oh, I like it. Um, I am a writer. I am a poet. I own a little itty bitty mobile bookstore called Brevity. I teach as well at Shane University. I'm a bookseller at the Delaware Art Museum. Um, I love words. I love my people. I want to shift paradigms. I want to change the world. I want to heal hearts and minds and bodies and spirits. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit about me.
1: Y'all, that was a mouthful. Okay. I just, I'm just, if y'all could see me right now, I'm just sitting here looking in his eyes like, yes. <laughs> Tell me more, yes. Not am Erica if I stare. Uh, yes.
3: <laughs>
1: when reaction is me
0: spiritual. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Listen.
1: Because y'all, you know, I'm usually not without words, but
0: uh, <laughs> I'm a we got shit
1: to say all the time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's okay. <laughs>
1: So yes, um, we are here with him, so we're gonna pick his brain a little bit. So let's just dive on him. So you said you are all for
3: helping your people. Like, what do Mm. you do? Like, how do you help?
2: Yes. So I run poetry workshops, uh, uh, through the Newcastle County Library System. So the most recent one that I did was "Out of My Mind Just in Time." So I used the music of Erica Badu to create a space for meditation and uh, also her words. Yes, for mindfulness and healing and breath work. And uh, it was pretty fantastic. And I also do soul poetry. So basically, I take my typewriter either to your event, either your wedding, or the library, or the park, or the art museum.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, what I basically do is I have a little orange typewriter. I sit in front of you. We share a moment where you hold my selenite crystal and we breathe and do a little bit of breath work. And then you give me a word. And then we stare into each other's eyes. And then I write you a poem on the spot.
3: Oh,
0: my that goodness. That is
2: beautiful. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Beautiful. That's not my intimate. And people, they cry. Mm-hmm. They sit in silence. They're kind of afraid and frightened. But at the end of it, they're always uh, rearranged and like somehow new. It's a really, really beautiful process where you can get to the core of someone and really help them let go of some things through Absolutely. words. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a very powerful process.
1: So you are based in Wilmington. I am. Okay. Yes. Do you travel?
2: I do. Yes, okay. I love to travel. Yeah, Good. Yeah been all around the world as well. Uh, but Wilmington is, it's where I call home.
1: Okay, Hamilton. and that's where you got started?
2: Yes, it is, yeah, yeah. But Ooh. the idea actually came about when I lived in London. I got my master's in London and when I was there, yeah. My Nancy. dissertation, instead of doing a dissertation, I did a business plan and it was like okay. 140 pages. Um, and the actual plan itself was to create like this huge square box Uh that would connect to my 2001 Toyota RAV4 that I had at the time. (laughs) And I interviewed all of these bookstore owners. I actually worked with an architect who actually designed it for me. I made a commercial. I did all of this stuff and I got to my dissertation. It went amazingly. And one of our professors who I'm not going to name, she literally came up to me and she was like, okay, so like, what if you don't have $40,000 to make this? And I'm like, everybody's gonna wanna give me 40000 mm-hmm. dollars I got a book and a dream. I'm helping my people. Everybody's Come gonna wanna on. help. Oprah's gonna show up. Like I just <laughs> like, everybody. Is, everybody! <laughs> Even Oprah, step in two. <laughs> Bring his ass out too. <laughs> Literally, plus one. <laughs> so she said that. And I always have something to say. Like I always have like I'm I right bite that. Yeah. yeah. And I was just kind of like, oh, I didn't think about that. she was like, yeah, well, it's something you should consider. Hmm. And I kind of swallowed it. So I was at work the next day. I worked at and Kitchen. It's now defunct. Sorry about that. RIP in Notting Hill. Okay. And it was one of those nights where we'd have people performing music and one of my friend's friends was there and I told him about my dissertation and the question that came up. And he was like, so what if you just did something easy? Like, what if you just put it on your bike? And I was like, like put it on my bike like attach it to my bike and he was like yeah like something so like when you get there you can hit the ground running and i was like oh that's everything Mm -hmm. so then i actually designed this like crate that kind of it's a wooden crate that opens up Mm -hmm. and it becomes like a little bookcase and you can kind of go anywhere you want to and kind of open it up and kind of like pop up anywhere Mm -hmm. and have your events
0: okay that's Um, dope
2: right so that happened but in the midst of getting the money to create that, mm-hmm. I was jobless because I would just come back from London. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trump was also president. Yikes. Brexit had just happened. God damn. And racism was racism, you know? And there was so much structural inequality that still exists right now, what we're mm-hmm. fighting for. And I was in the library and a woman came up to me and she was like, I see you here every day. What are you working on? I'm like, oh, I'm working on my little bookstore. And then I told her a little bit about it. And she was like, I think our librarians would be interested in that. So next week, I had, like, a pitch presentation. I met with the Brandy 100 library team. They loved it. And then a couple months later, because they planned so far in advance, Mm -hmm. like, I had to plan my spring programming that same week. And literally, this was in the fall. Mm -hmm. Right. So I did that. And, yeah, here we are. It all kind of just... Worked out.
1: Look at that. Won't yeah. do it? Won't Listen, <laughs> yes, be working. Yes. So when you think of words, what is what does words mean to you?
2: Wow. Okay. That's a really, that's a, that's a deep question. So first off for me, words are breath. Number one, um, words are healing. Words have gotten me out of the muck. Words have gotten me across the world. Words have gotten me employment. Words have gotten mm-hmm. me this opportunity, mm-hmm. Words are many things. For me, number one, they're energy. Words are incantation. So if you say something positive or negative to anyone, that energy will come back to you tenfold. I do believe that. They're vibration as well. But at the same time, they're also gateways to where we want to go, to how we see ourselves, to who we're becoming. Words are not only fundamental, but they are at the core of everything. And I think we have to honor them by using them the right way and speaking freely about what we're actually going through so they're not inhibited and they're not used against us. Mm. Yeah.
3: Fake. And you use them, <laughs> them so I can listen to you say, any yes. Like, <laughs> it's so captivating. It. Did you come from a spiritual background? <laughs> like, was your parents and your family uh, spiritual?
2: So that's a really great question, actually. So my dad uh, was a Marine. When he was younger, I think like late 20s, he actually went to Japan and was called a nigger and was thrown Mm. in jail and served for a while and then came out and then he joined the Nation of Islam and really got into like the Black Panther movement and met my mother and then they became Christian and now we're more science temple. So there always has been definitely a spiritual thing, but I think like Baptist Christianity, like white Christianity Mm -hmm. has really done a number on our people um in regards to what we believe and who we give our power to right um and who we allow to accept and name us and you know present ourselves as like I think it's a really really it's a really really powerful thing because I want to say Christianity for me it was both a good and a bad thing because it created a lot of shame it created a lot of oh my god well maybe if I live this way then -hmm. things will shift and things will change and it's like no 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 no. like god isn't me.
3: Right. Oh, I'm, right. I'm in that period right now. You know, I mean, that spiritual that awakening.
2: Right now, yes. yes, yes, that rearranging. So, yeah, I did grow up in a heavily, heavily uh, Baptist family. And in the midst of that, I, I questioned a lot. I was just still kind of like, okay, well, if God is real, what does he do about this? And what does he do about that? And what does he do about this? And when I found my own spirituality, which consists of honoring my ancestors, mm-hmm keeping my altar, keeping my altar lit, never letting it go cold, and then honoring nature as well. And then also the dreamscape. So like the dreams that I have, they're also messages. Um, And I think everyone that we meet is in fact God. And we have to treat him as such, even the assholes, even the people who are worthless, even the people who lie and betray all of that, because it's in you treating that person a certain way, you're learning a new lesson you're getting a testimony, you're growing. And for me, my spirituality is magic. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things when I pray, it's magic. Like I don't have to like get down on my knees and put my hands like this. Like, no, I talk to God, like I'm mm-hmm. going through something. God, please just yes, let me get through I, this. Yes. On, lady, I'm like I'm 10 it. minutes away, but I gotta <laughs> yes. be here in like five. Come right. on, make it happen. Make it work. Listen, I got $2 in the account. Let's make oh, something right. happen. What? You know That's what I mean? A right. it's, uh, it's a lot. And for me, my church is nature.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I go out, like if I'm at the lowest of low, I go outside, I take my shoes off, I walk through that grass, I find a tree and I just sit underneath it. And usually a bird passes or I have a thought or the sun hits the grass mm-hmm. in the right way. Just right,
1: yes. Right! Yes, just right. Right, right. and yes. it like
2: hits you. Or like even if I'm driving and a song will come on and I'll just be like, ooh, yeah. it could be anything. You know, so God speaks to me everywhere. But yes. I think in growing up as a spiritual individual, I think it allowed me to be more receptive and open to this form of spirituality that I found and that I love, and that loves me back, yeah.
1: Absolutely. So what would you give um, black men coming up and being entrepreneurs and wanting to get into mm. the creative lifestyle?
2: Mm, that's a really good question. That's a really good question because listen, this entrepreneur life, especially being black. Okay, mm-hmm. wait, yes. so before, okay, before we get into the journey, let's talk about the present okay. in the sense okay. of everybody's on Black Lives Matter now. Like They're black peop- down now. right?
1: Yes. <laughs> like we just down. appeared
2: we out of right. nowhere. Right. And,
1: and we, we were going strong for a couple weeks. And I'm like, right, okay, we can, we can do this. We here.
2: right. I and thought it was about like,
3: the revolution, and like I said no. Yeah, <laughs>
2: listen. Yeah, exactly. But in the aftermath of that, it's just like, oh, black people are here. We've been trying to knock down doors to get entry mm-hmm. for so long, and now, oh my God, we want you, and we want you, and we want you, and you so cool, talent. and <laughs> you so queer, yeah. and you so pretty. Yeah. Like, and this is the thing: Are and, you okay? Right. We're comfortable. Listen.
3: I, is this making you uncomfortable? Yes. Yeah.
2: And but then this is the thing, though. Now we're entering these spaces, right? We're entering these spaces and we're being used mm. and depleted. Yes. And the artwork TikTok. that we're. Yes. That's it. Yes. 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 Mm. Oh my God. Because we can make something out of nothing Listen. with anything. And we're being depleted. And at the same time, though, all of the art that we've mastered and that we've held on to is now becoming performative. Okay. It is. So I think the biggest question to ask. A black male and our black female entrepreneurs, but Mm -hmm. black male specifically, um, non-binary as well, is is what you're doing, making your soul or selling it. That's the main thing. And before you can even get to that question and before your business can be shit and before your business can be great, Mm -hmm. is you've got to build yourself up first to meet that energy. Wow. Because... The universe is waiting for you, your ancestors are waiting for you, and you're waiting for yourself. So what you have to do is you literally have to go, okay, what's the name of my business? Why do I want it? What is it going to feed me? What is it going to feed my community? Because at the end of the day, this isn't about money because money is energy. If you're doing the right thing, it'll show up. The main thing you need to do is you need to raise your vibration enough where your idea Your brand, your business, your corporation, your food, whatever it is, your Etsy, whatever it is, is ingrained in you. So when you get that no, that doesn't stop you. You get that rejection, that doesn't stop you. You get to that point where you're like, fuck, it's 3 a.m. and I got to do this pitch at 7. Like, what am I going to do? No, you don't even have that thought because you're like, oh, no, I'm going to get this done. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's about showing up for yourself and figuring out what you actually want to create, because that's what took me a long time, was I was like, oh, I'm going to do this, because everyone's like, oh, you'd be great at this. You'd be great at having a YouTube channel. You'd be great at having this. You'd be great at having that. And it wasn't until I was like, oh, that's not what I want. Yeah, What I want is to like sling books and write poetry. Mm -hmm. And when I accepted that, and everybody else's shit didn't get into my brain and my heart and my creative well, process, you better
3: preach, sir.
0: I oh, was word. able to
2: get where I needed to go. So that's the thing. I think we as black men, first of all, we have to know who we are. We have to know that we don't come from slaves. We come from Kings. Mm-hmm. We also have Sneak. to know, yes. We Sneaky. also have to know that like we, we have to stop running away from our problems as black men. And I don't mean, fit, well yeah, physically running away. <laughs> But also drugs, Mm -hmm. alcohol. And then at the same time, it's like, if you have a problem, it's okay. We have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I'm teaching my own father Mm -hmm. is for him is he'll walk out of the room or he'll pretend not to hear something. Mm. And the thing is- That's a
1: popular one. Right.
2: (laughs) It's
3: that generation. Right. And it's one of
2: those things where I love him enough that I'll sit down and I'll be like, but did you hear me? Mm Mm-hmm. But well, what and do you the, do
3: when you don't love them?
2: Right. You can't love them. And that's the thing, is that we have to figure out new ways to kind of like, our bloodlines are broken right now. Yeah. Mm, so if you think mm-hmm. of it as like tree branches, like what? all these different tree branches, mm-hmm. and we're all connected. So I'm holding my brother's feet, and then the person after me, I'm holding their feet, mm-hmm. and we're all these branches, and then the roots are the people who have passed on.
3: Meanwhile, masks are trying to break us up. Listen. Yep. Listen. Mm.
2: But they won't because we still have this melanin that receives and downloads this spiritual information. And then we also have our music and our laughter and our ability to rearrange and make mutable all the things and adversities that we're faced with. That's a huge thing. So when you have people who don't listen, you make them listen. So you be great. And then they go, oh, what happened to Barbara? Brittany like, oh, she was just on Oprah. Or she's here. And then they'll call you, and then it's not about when they're ready to have a conversation. It's not when they're ready to have the conversation. It's about when you're ready. Mm-hmm. So focus on you being great, and all that will follow. The main thing is just not harboring any negative energy towards that person. Oh. Because if you leave that negative energy, that's the block. Because if at least one person's heart is open to receive, it can shift at any time. So you got to do the work, too. do.
1: I ask that question because um, I am um, an entrepreneur and Mm. I am in the nonprofit world, so I come across a lot of situations where, in the beginning, I was so fixated on how am I going to make money. Mm. I I I know I know what I have as a gift Mm. to the world and to society and to Black Mm. women. Mm. I know this is what I want to do, but how am I going to make money in the process if I leave my nine to five today?
0: Mm. So
1: I thought about all these forces against me, and then. I sat back, it was about 3 a.m., mm. um, and I'm sitting <laughs> in my bed, and I'm, like, researching and researching, um, and then I, like, broke down and cried, and I'm like, I, if I lead today, mm. I know, I know my higher power, and I know the universe will reward me and give me what I need mm. because I have a gift that I, that I need to give to the world, but I felt like all these other forces were, were coming at me, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it if I leave mm. my job today. Mm. And um, I ended up leaving that job that I was at, but I found another job that was more rewarding. And I and I manifested it when yes. I was on my other job because I was so miserable. I
2: have a, a quick question, a quick aside. Did you use a vision board? I do.
1: Yes, okay, I do. Thinking. I know I can feel it. I, I do, go, 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 go. and because of that, um. And, you know, I was just, I was, I was praying. I'm like, mm. I, I need to get out of this job because mm. I, I cannot progress where I'm at right now. And it was mm. great money, um, you know, but I said, I, I have a gift that I can't, I can't produce here. Mm. Um, so then I ended up leaving and um, while I was there, and ended up getting a job offer. And I'm like, you know what? I'm about to fucking leave. I'm not going to put my two weeks in. I'm not going to do shit. And mm. <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? <laughs> I sat down, regroup, and I'm like, universe, uh-huh. that, that ain't what... That ain't what you want me to do. Correct. So I went ahead and I did end up getting into another amazing position. Yes. And, and this position yes. has opened up many doors and it's only been since December, going into January since I've been in this position. So I asked that because um I, I still get in my own head now. Yes. Um, And I have to mm-hmm. sit back and, you know, go to my altar and go to my healing space. And I'm mm. like, this is what I have to do. Like, mm. there's no other option.
2: Mm. Beautiful. And first off, I want to say Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because I approve of everything that you said, and it's just one of those things one, yeah, it when you when you were doing the right thing, you will always know because there's gonna be a crossroads, and you have to choose you like, wait am I am I like <laughs> am I gonna keep these benefits? Yes, yes, and this little bit this little bit of vacation time <clears throat> that little check yes, but I'm fucking miserable yes
3: what or.
2: Am I going to go down this uncertain road where I have no idea what's going to be Tuesday, how Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay my rent, how I'm going to explain to my family at Christmas and Thanksgiving? I have my own shit. Like, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of those things when you just have to leap. You have to know that you have to know that you're held. And I think one of those things, the beauty of being Black is our deep intuition. Like we yes. know, we know, it we yes. know like we yes. know, yes. We, know we know it. We do. Like we know if you walk in somewhere instantly, if the food's going to be good or not. Mm-hmm. Like we know if somebody's lying or not. And also we know when it's time to go, it's time to go. And that's we know, so
3: true. yes.
2: And we have this natural alignment. And that's one thing that we have to work on attuning mm-hmm. is always like, if you hear that voice or you feel that thing in your gut, or you have that dream or you have that feeling, honor it. Follow it,
0: yes, because I that's bigger that than sure. you.
2: And the thing that I think I love about what you said the most was that you still went, and even when you wanted to say fuck it, you were like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. There's a procedure, oh, yeah. Because I think we get so excited sometimes we don't think about like the what ifs or like the plan B. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that you kind of reassessed and you yeah. were like, wait, hold on, whoa, 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 let me, let me actually put in this two weeks right quick. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Cause I
1: didn't, I didn't thought it hard about it. I was like, I'm at I'm my desk. I'm about to fucking leave right now. And I was like, yes. you know what? Let me just, yes. let me sit she back. I'm gonna go to my yes. car, regroup, and then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna type up this letter while I'm at work because I'm leaving. Yeah, <laughs> people are good for that. <laughs> okay. Are.
2: I do have a question though, ladies. Yes. What is your your still place? Like, where do you go when you need stillness? Um.
1: For me um home is always my mm, my my comfort place and my my sanctuary, my mm. where I feel like I'm whole. Um wherever I'm at, I will always make sure that I, I create a healing space wherever it's at. Right Beautiful. now it's in my basement. Um I have um created a space where I know that only I will understand. Mm. Um and I have my incense lit, you mm. know, I pray to my altar almost daily. Mm. Um Brick came in and joined me in my healing We space. were there for a whole day. Yeah, <laughs> we were. Um, and um, I think for me, that's where I get most of my inspiration from It's just being by mm. myself and being in a place mm. of calmness and stillness. Mm. Um, because I know that as me as an individual i can get in my own head yes um so yeah so sometimes i have to just go to you know that healing space and whether it's crying or whether it's just Mm -hmm. sitting you know meditating in stillness that release Um, yeah i feel like me as an individual i need to have some sort of stillness in my life regardless Mm. and if i get too much chaos Mm. i'm 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 exiting stage left because that's that's just not how i operate Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely you're
2: unbalanced
3: thing for me is music anywhere where music is
2: yeah, music
3: I, I can find a song to explain or even if, not, if i'm just for so myself just explains what i'm going through yes it's like my way of journaling wow i can go to a song and it will just take me to a place or mm-hmm. it helps me deal with emotions that i don't want to speak about
2: beautiful and who are we listening to Oh, Ladies I listen
3: to all, all kinds of dramas. Mm-hmm. We can go to the Gap Band, to, hey. TV, to Future. So, all, all, I, I, I call myself a music connoisseur. I really love all type of music. If it makes me feel good, gives me a vibe, I listen. to. Yes,
2: it. no, me too as well. So, my big question: Top five dead or alive?
3: Cool, can't do it.
2: Really, can't do it.
3: Really, I always get stuck on that question. I'm like, like, I don't know, but
2: in the moment, right now, in think. the moment, right now, in the moment, right now, just whatever comes.
3: F-K-A, Twig.
2: Yes! That new album is everything. (laughs) Uh, Like, Home With You, Cellophane, Mary Magdalene. Yes. Sampha. Yes.
3: Drake. Okay. Maybe. Uh, The old Drake. Yes, agreed. There we go. right, right. right.
2: There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far gone Drake. Yeah. Mm I don't know about champagne poppy.
3: The okay. weekend, old Yeah, weekend. I can't get with champagne. The, poppy. Old, the yes. old
2: weekend. The old weekend. Because he's old feeling week. himself right now. Nah,
3: I don't know who the fuck El DeBarge is. <laughs> 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 <Not Elder Barger's. laughs> Little light-skinned famous. <laughs> 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 mm.
1: And I really, really love Phyllis Hyman.
2: Oh my God. Take me to the moon. Mm. Oh my God. So I think
1: right now my my biggest. Artist right now is Snow
2: Allegra. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm
1: vibing real hard. She tonight. will have me texting people who are blocked. <laughs> you <laughs> You're right? You are right? You're right? Right? Because um, she just puts you in
2: that energy.
1: Yeah, and I, I can I can vibe to her all day.
2: Mm.
1: Um, so especially like when I'm when I'm in a mood, I just I turn her on. And I just I just vibe out.
2: Mm. Beautiful. Anybody else?
1: Mm. Let me see. I don't. I I always struggle with. <laughs> <laughs> I always struggle. Um, dead or alive, let me see.
3: Um, I I, fought, I do find as I got older, I, I prefer calm shit over the trap. Yeah, Even the trap do. is yeah. necessary. Yeah. But here lately, I ain't trying to hear that really shit. No, no,
2: yeah. no, no, no. You just need that. We like, need some healing. Need,
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> we need some healing. Okay.
2: Blessed vibration. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what we need because that and you know what? You hit the nail right on the head. We live right now. This paradigm mm-hmm. that we're living in is very noisy. There's so much noise and everybody wants your attention that we need calm. And everybody wants to be heard. Exactly. And I think, do you think that's the fault of ourselves, social media, consumerism? It's a mixture. Sure. You think I so? Think, yeah, Capitalism.
1: So sure. That's a big one. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like everybody is trying to gain something, but nothing mm-hmm. at all.
2: Wow! Say that one more time.
1: I feel like everybody's trying to gain something, but nothing at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's unpack that. What do you mean?
1: So I feel like we're as a society, and, and a lot of millennials, I see, mm. um, we're we're just trying to chase something. We want the, this mm. instant gratification all the time. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. it's nothing of value. Mm. So then I'm 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 looking like, okay, well, you did it, but now what? Mm. What? Yes, COVID what has been a blessing. Yes, and a what curse. what what's gonna happen mm. after that?
2: Okay, quick question. So what's the last thing you are always chasing? Me? Yeah. <laughs> um, This money. Because
1: <laughs> you know.
3: <laughs> um, but it's, I'm tired of chasing. I feel like that's been my whole life. I've yeah. been trying to get money, mm. get money. And I've had it. Like, mm. I've had thousands of dollars that have come and go. And it's really nothing to me but it feels like it's what I need to like do what I need to do so I can be happy. It's like a I'm on yeah. hamster wheel and I yeah, cannot yeah, get yeah, off yeah,
2: yeah. which is
1: what's starting this spiritual awakening because, because I'm just like I feel like, I'm going crazy.
2: Yeah.
1: I feel like most importantly I've been I've been chasing my peace
2: mm. um yes,
1: just here lately just with everything going on mm-hmm. and and so many black bodies just dropping. Um I feel like my peace is what's important right now and um learning my boundaries and, Mm. and reiterating them. Um, So peace has always been important to me, but I feel like I'm more stern on it as I get older. So I feel like this is, this is what I'm working on.
3: I, for me, for real, what I'm really chasing is myself. Like to really Mm. find me and who I am and who I possibly could be as a woman.
0: Mm. Like, I feel
3: like, if you can like, an analogy of, like, a snake shedding skin, like, mm-hmm. trying to find yeah. out who I really am.
1: But I don't think that evolution ever stops, though.
3: But I don't think I ever started. I wow. think I've been, like, That's just powerful. going through different cliques, different types of energies and people, mm-hmm. trying to see if I mesh in and I don't. So now mm-hmm. I need to see who I really am.
2: Wow. Can we just take a moment for that? Because that was really powerful. I don't even think you know what you just said. <laughs> Just that chasing, because you, you've steadily been trying to, to know yourself. To be,
3: like, happy with me and in me. Like, yes. if I never date or be intertwined with another person, that that's okay, because I'm enough.
2: hmm And that is the point that I wanted to make, and you guys found it at the same time, mm-hmm. was the fact that we're just chasing who we are at the end of the day in absolutely everything. Like, my main thing is I've been chasing peace, and for me... I want to know everything I do like, I want to know history, but then I want to know astrology. I want to know mm-hmm. alchemy. Mm-hmm. I want to know everything. palmistry. I want to know tarot. I want to know about Africa. I want to know how to like heal my people and how to like bring the world back together mm-hmm. to bring peace. So a part of that has been my journey with psychedelics. So that has been the main thing that I've been really delving into to lift the veil of this world Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and see what's at the core of everything. So before
0: we go
3: there, before we go, how how do you even get started? Cause I feel like it's just so much, cause I was like trying Mm. to pick her brain Mm -hmm. and then my cousin's girlfriend is also like learning, I guess she started her spiritual awakening Mm -hmm. and learning her chakras and things like that. It's like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so broad and so much. Like how do you get started?
2: So for me, it started with YouTube. Mm -hmm. there was, um, I think his name was Ralph Smart. He's like dark, bold, no, he has hair, he has hair. Um, and I would just watch all of these kind of like self-help, spiritual, new agey, like gurus. Mm -hmm. And he was the first one that I found. And, uh, he was literally, the first thing was I would, I would listen to these, um, binaural beats. Mm -hmm. So that there's certain like frequencies And I started and I was like, I just went over my third eye because that's all I knew at the time. <laughs> yeah. This was 20, 20, when did I move to London? 2015, so yeah, so around 2014 was when I started and I just kept listening to like these binaural beats. Mm-hmm. So it started with the third eye and then I was like, okay, let me learn more about it. And then it went from the third eye to the chakras. And then from the chakras, I realized that like, if, if one of your chakras is blocked, You start either dressing in that color or eating foods and fruits in that color to kind of like balance it because all of these are different energy Mm -hmm. channels of your body
3: Mm
0: -hmm, and they
2: occupy the control of either sex, creativity, the ability to speak, the ability to download information consciously through the crown of your head, Mm -hmm. the ability to actually see above the veil Mm -hmm. and what people are presenting and giving you, to open your heart to receive love. So it went from binaural beats in trying to open these with you know sound and audio and then actually looking into the chakras and then realizing the power and the magic of those and then getting deeper into yoga and then loving to party and being introduced Mm. to like all these kind of different substances Mm -hmm. and then finding psychedelics and then combining that with music and then spirituality and then journaling. And then it kind of just became this thing. And it's so weird because I didn't really have the tribe or the people who were in that arena. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause a lot of my friends were like, you gonna do what?
1: Right. Like, well, who, That's where? That's the reaction that you get from people. Yes.
2: Yeah. But we have to realize that psychedelics and other, you know, things that we consider drugs are actually plant medicines. They are here to allow us to raise our consciousness. Mm-hmm. And we, as human beings, because we're so addictive and impulsive, we overuse them. Mm. And in that way, they lose their potency. So, what I like to do is before <laughs> I do anything, like even when we had it here, I like mm-hmm. to set intention. I like us to be on one accord before we begin. So, if I'm using anything, any psychedelics, I start on one accord. Back to your question about education. It's wherever you want to begin. For me, it started with YouTube. And I think that's the easiest way for our generation because you can choose how much or how little you <laughs> want. And it depends on what you want. What do you want to transform? Do you want to transform your body? Do you want to transform your mind? Do you want to transform your spirit, your emotional body? All of it. All of it right. Start <laughs> on YouTube, search anything. But then when you go there, don't make that your one source. Okay. Do your research look online google go to the library do what you need to do and then the thing is the path will find you because there'll be one thing you'll be like Ooh, i really like this this psychedelic mushroom thing let me follow that or oh my god i want to know more about chakras or oh my god i want to know more about meditation and mindfulness and prayer and what that means or i want to go to bali let me research that you know I what i mean i found
3: a woman in houston who does like different readings and i think the one that stood out to me it was like the Akashic reading. The Akashic oh, yeah. records. You yes. And I really want to do it. Like, I so to-
2: this is what you do. Go on YouTube. Type that in. Either find a guided meditation that goes with that or mm-hmm. find someone who's talking about that or find a book. Wanna, and, well, we don't support Amazon, but Damn. independent bookstore. <laughs> yeah. We they
1: look don't. at me with three eyes when I say that. Mm. We can't. I've been trying. I've been I've been trying, y'all. <laughs>
2: But you know, you know. Anytime. But you know what? Why don't I you think? support
1: Amazon? Just want to know.
2: I don't support Amazon because he's killing independent bookstores, and as like an independent bookstore and a person who's a bookseller, ah. that's the main thing. But my main thing is, I think we as a culture we have to stop shaming people where they shop.
3: Stop being lazy because with- he makes money convenience.
2: He does. Good, he does. But at the same time, you know. Sometimes you don't have it like that, or sometimes you don't feel like going to get it, Mm -hmm. and I I completely respect that. So I honor people exactly where they are. I just go that like I can't buy books on Amazon. I still
1: ain't fucking with Chick fil A though.
2: Oh, god, no, (laughs) or Wendy's, no, or Goya. No, 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 Wendy's gave so much money to the Trump Trump campaign. Oh, Mm -hmm. dude, was it hundreds of thousands or millions?
3: Thousands, hundred thousand.
2: hundreds of thousands. Okay, yeah. I'm
3: trying to break away from Walmart's funky ass.
2: I know. This, <laughs> I haven't shopped thing.
1: at Walmart in so long. Where do you?
3: Because you go on Amazon.
1: Yeah, it's one or the other. Oh, oh I know. but it's I that know. convenience.
2: Yeah, it's definitely that convenience. I use that's other people's
1: thing. Prime. I don't pay for it, but
2: piggyback. But I is also okay. have
1: been doing now. <laughs> I've been shopping on We Buy Black, and I get a lot of just like my essential household shit from there. So really that I have to go to WeBuyBlack.com. Yep. So I won't have to go to Walmart and things like that. And they offer—I mean, it's not Prime to where like you get it the next day, but it's fast. It's mm. about like two days, two three days Yeah, mm. check that out. Yeah. If you Perfect. order like on like on a weekday, you won't have to you know skip that whole weekend and Beautiful. wait for it. Yep. I love that. Thank
2: you. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> so let let, let me—I want to—I want to pick your brain a little bit about psychedelics.
2: Yes. So yes. let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's get
1: go. The most common. <laughs> the most common one,
0: right? Let's get
1: ready. So the most common one that I, that I. Notice and that I, I've been, you know, centered around these rooms. Yes. So I went to school in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and the first time I was ever introduced to them, mm-hmm. um, I went to a uh, tattoo parlor and okay. I went to get my tongue pierced, and I went with one of my um, college friends, and they were selling them as like these little they look like little chocolate candies. I don't know if, if have you ever indulged in those? Have, okay. Yeah, so they were selling them in the in the shop, and I was like, they were selling was? them in the shop. Yes. Listen, this was back in like 2013. I don't oh, advise that it was no more. Time. Yes, y'all niggas gonna get locked up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So they were selling them in these little. They looked like little little candies. Like you you would probably not know they were shooting unless they mm-hmm. told you. Um. So yeah, they were just selling like giving them out like fucking tic Tacs. So I'm like, I never knew like what it did to like alter your brain, like like what portals did it open mm-hmm. to where you can like channel like this creativity that a lot of people do when they mm-hmm. are on like psychedelics. Mm-hmm. So which what is your preference? Like what is a psychedelic that you like?
2: I would say if I had to choose, um, it would definitely be, it would definitely be mushrooms because <sighs> okay, where do I begin? <laughs> so mushrooms are absolutely incredible um when you take them and then post taking them and the only thing about acid and lsd is just kind of um i don't like the feeling they give me but at the same time i had a conversation with a friend recently and it's about you have to be very it's very very important that the person that you get any of your psychedelics from you know where it's coming mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. You know one. who these people are. Not you trust anything. them yeah, that right. it's pure because it will affect <laughs> your brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. It'll affect you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I've and had some also.
1: families who took a trip and they never came back. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yes, I work in it's mental health thing. and I've had a lot of patients come in who they they're fucked up forever because they didn't got it from. You know, Raekwon down the street who don't know who don't even know who Correct, he got right? it from. He was and so, right. <laughs> yeah. Right, mixing some shit up.
2: And people are cutting and mixing yes. all this stuff. And then also, like when you're growing your, your mushrooms, you know, they're in a particular environment. Mm-hmm. And you have to be very, very careful about that environment. You have to manage it well. Cause this is bacteria we're talking about. Yeah. Mycelium. Right. Like it's huge. But I wanna say definitely shrooms. So the first time that I took shrooms. I Graduated college and I went to a music festival. Camp Bisco was the last year, it was great. Um, mm-hmm. and basically, yeah, it was, it was a hell of a process. So, the way that I got my shrooms the first time I took them, they were dried
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then they were also, um, what is it, not shredded, not cut, what do you call it? Yes, there grinded we go. It down, grated, <laughs> yes, and come they were in production, yes, come through production, <laughs> and they were in this like vacuum sealed bag okay. and the, person, the exclusive
1: person yes,
2: <laughs> the person that I purchased them from was like this old man from California mm-hmm. and he'd been growing them for years <laughs> and he knew his shit he was
3: like
0: come on over here <laughs> <laughs> let me get you
2: something that'll hold you listen <laughs> it was his life and I just love old, cool, hippie white people. Like I just love their, their energy and their vibe. Okay. Yes, right. they're, yes. They're very they don't fuck with her either. <laughs> <laughs> and he just told me everything. He told me what to expect. He told me how they would hit me. Mm-hmm. He told me how to kind of control and mm-hmm. morph that experience, um, and how to breathe into because it comes in waves. Mm-hmm. This entire experience. Ooh. And um, I don't know if you know, but I'm a partying animal. Um, like I love to have a really, really great time. Really? Yeah. You and didn't it, bring it, him with us. No, listen, you didn't take me with him. <laughs> listen, it caught up with me like, when I <laughs> when I lived in London. Um, but this was the stories before then. But anyway, so he was like, So um there's this process. And I said, Okay. He was like, So if you really want to get this experience off the ground, I know something you can do. And I said, Okay. And he said, so there's this thing called lemon teching. And I said, okay, lemon teching, what is that? He's like, okay, so it's like when you have however much of your mushrooms that you want, you're going to put it into a shot glass. And yes, Mm. you're going to get something with um, high acidic pH So lemon juice, lime juice, real cranberry juice. And you're going to put the mushrooms in. You're going to submerge them with the water and then you're going to let it sit. What can
3: help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's
2: 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and longs, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Keep housing letter. License in all 50 states. NLS, consumer access.org, number 3030. ...until the psilocybin is activated and released, Mm -hmm. which is probably, you know, anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour, depending on, like, how much you want. And at the music festival we had a little plastic cups put the shredded um or grinded down mushrooms in and then we put the lemon juice in and we let it sit for a little bit and you shoot it and the crazy thing about this is because what? of this yeah, you just shoot it <laughs> this is interesting and it literally like hits that. your bloodstream yeah, yeah yeah super quick and you literally feel everything so the crazy thing is we shot it mm-hmm and he said it should take anywhere from like five to fifteen minutes to hit your system. That's quick. And normally, because it, you know, it's just you chewing mm-hmm. it, your stomach has to break it <laughs> yeah. down and has to get in, you know, and it all has that to good source stuff. Source out and, correct. Yeah. Yes. So it takes about an hour. But this, I want to say took about 20 minutes. And mm. it came on really, really Jeez. quickly. And I think we had about three grams, I believe. And I took it and I remember I couldn't breathe. Like, the shit was coming on so quick that I was like, (sighs) I don't like being able to breathe No, legit. It was so crazy. And my body was like tingling and I felt like I needed to like cry and like fart at the same time. (laughs) It was insane. And then my friend who I did it with, I'm not going to name her because I don't know if she wants, you know, people to know, but I did it with her and she would just burst out laughing. (laughs) And she was like laughing and I'm like, oh, we must got two different shit.
0: (laughs) Because you know I mean? I'm like something wrong with my hands and back. Like, what's happening?
2: And then she saw that I was like, I literally started having a panic attack oh, no. because I could literally feel the energy rising in my body, and my body started to get warm. And the visuals he was telling me was like, oh, there'll be like morphing, you know, there'll be some colors, but like your sensitivity is going to be heightened. And I was like, well, I want the ones that are going to make music sound the best. <laughs> and he gave me those, and they were really, really potent. And the energy, so basically, I want to say that every psychedelic or every medicine or every drug you use has a particular energy mm-hmm. um, to it. And the energy for me of mushrooms is I feel connected to everyone and everything. Like, I can already read people really well as an empath, but, like, on it, I could literally, like, hear people's thoughts.
3: Oh, shucks.
2: And the visuals were fucking insane. Like, it was really? literally, like, everything was completely HD. Mm-hmm. And crystal clear, super duper bright, and I could literally hear things breathing, like the trees and the plants, and everything was like one. And I realized my connection to all of humanity.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I want to try. And I've
2: never, <laughs> and I've never seen trees like that ever before in my entire life. Like it literally looked like God had taken a paintbrush and literally just painted every leaf.
0: That's beautiful. Trees.
2: Yeah, yeah, and the sky mm. was just so blue. And it was was now I dead. see why people to cry to on psychedelics because yeah.
1: all of your your senses are like heightened. You can yeah. feel and look at everything. like. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, have yeah, on like yeah. the what is it like the three D glasses? It
2: is, but it's deeper. It's like the entire veil is lifted, and like you feel connected to absolutely everything. Yeah, I would cry. And when right, and when <laughs> I would <will> cry right, <laughs> and when you have that realization, that's when the tears come in. Mm-hmm. Because for me. One thing I've been chasing after is relinquishing control. Like I love to control my environment. That is
1: my struggle. Yes. That's my struggle.
2: And I realized I couldn't leave and get into mushroom world because I was still controlling and trying to stay yeah. planted in this reality. Mm-hmm. And my friend came over and she was like just breathe and I breathed. And when I let the, like this deep exhale go, she's like close your eyes and she's like breathe 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 and I opened them and that's when everything when I had stepped into an alternate universe. And everything was exactly as it was supposed to be. and Everything was so full of color and light. And I just cried. That is magical. And then we were also at a music festival and we got on a bus and like, never get on a fucking bus, never get in a car. (laughs) Because like, all you hear was like. Okay. So PSA,
1: do not get on any sort of automobile when you're on psychedelics. Okay. Never,
2: never. And like, I remember closing my eyes and I saw. I could see these orbs coming towards me, mm-hmm. like these spirits, these energy bodies, whatever they were. And I was like, oh shit, no. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, don't close your eyes, don't close your eyes, don't close your eyes. She was like, What? I was like, don't close your eyes. But when we got off the bus, everything was fine. And music was fucking incredible. like I've literally never heard music like that again. It was, who was performing when we got off the bus? Toro Moi.
1: Okay. He what? was He was
2: amazing. And this was like, When it was like Harmon Change, Rose Quartz, when he was in his little like psychic room. Right! And we were literally laying in the grass. We were laying in the grass. (laughs) (laughs)
3: And
2: I remember the grass, literally, I looked at the grass and it opened up to meet me. Like it literally took my hands and I was laying in it. And then like the sun came and I could feel all the warmth and the beautiful energy. And people were like riding past and smiling. And I could literally see like, the energy in their face, in their faces was kind of That's like why shift a firefly be every lit. now Yeah, Maybe yeah. yeah. psychedelics. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was absolutely amazing. And at the core of it, though, I realized three things. I have to go to Africa. That was one of the things that I haven't completed yet. Number two, I realized that um, we are nature. Nature is us. Mm-hmm. We are all one. And number three, psychedelics shouldn't be illegal. They're literally medicine because I didn't feel groggy afterwards. I wasn't hung over. Granted, it did last a very long time, like maybe nine, ten hours.
3: Shit.
0: Mm.
2: It was very, very long. But, um,
3: it sounds similar to it's my edible. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, it is. It's akin to an edible almost. So but I it,
3: can just go back because I've been trying to operate with a clear mind, body, and soul, mm-hmm. sober. But when I am high, like it's like to open up the trunk of my brain. And I be thinking about shit that I don't know. we think about it. I no, like that. No,
2: no. So that's and why
3: I'm interested in taking it to the next level. Because I probably abused it. Right. So my tolerance mm-hmm. is, is, has risen.
2: Right. But the main thing is, so this is what we did before we took it. We set an intention. So on our shot glass, we wrote what we wanted out of that experience. Mm-hmm. We wrote our name. We wrote our birth year. And we had that. And we put that in the glass. And we were holding it. And then we shot it. And then okay. we took it. And then when it was over, we journaled and reflected. And
3: it doesn't make you sleepy? That's what I hate about edibles true. because I'd be ready to go to the beach
2: like, no, want to
3: experience No, it. because like, be like the weight.
2: no. But the thing is the way it happens is it comes in waves. So one moment, oh my God, this music is everything. The next moment you could be thinking about something that happened to you in childhood because mm. you'll see someone who looks like your old friend mm. from when you were a child or your father. And it'll bring you into that experience, and you'll either. So, the thing about mushrooms is like, you'll be facing shit. And you'll, like, especially if at had a music festival, you could cry openly, yes. anything. And nobody's gonna
1: out. look at you crazy. Right, right. Everybody else is on shrooms <laughs> too. <laughs> That's it.
2: But it's, it's one of those experiences where you really delve into your heart yeah. center and the your music emotional is a therapist body.
3: And then you just. Yes. Yeah. I need and that. it
2: helps you release. Yes. And sometimes it's not easy. Right. Because you can feel it rising mm-hmm. and it's up to you to face it and release it or to suppress it again. So don't do this by yourself. Correct. Okay. Have that's someone with you that you important. love and you trust and someone who is a real one, who's going to take care of mm-hmm. you. Because if you're really around someone who's going to take care of you, you're going to have a great trip because you have each other.
3: Oh, that's beautiful, but I don't yeah. got
2: no. <laughs> But you will. You'll will have some more.
1: All right, guys. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. What's fucking up? I don't know. Oh, was that the end? We should have ended then.
2: finding you in your evolution and it's pushing you toward that thing mm-hmm. every day, every moment, every time, every email, every conversation, all of that. Yes. Okay. So now it's just about, I think the first thing for you is Finding what makes your soul sing. That's the main thing. And when you find that, then you research the careers that go along with that. And then you look into your network and you see, is there anybody that I know that might be doing this or somebody? Because you've yeah. got to put it out in the universe to receive anything. You have to say it. But you also have to be careful about who you share that shit with. Mm. People steal your dreams, your energy, your power, and your vibration in an instant. So have got to be very careful. So keep it close. Okay. And then when you're open and you're like, wait, I actually want to sing. <laughs> and then you can tell somebody and make sure it's someone who's going to lift you up and not drag you down.
3: I want to build.
2: And what do you want to build? Homes. There we go. Tiny houses, mansions, Apartments, big houses.
3: condos, developments.
2: There we go. So you know what you do? You go to an open house. You go to plots of land where they're building. You go on their website. You do whatever you need to do. You find somebody local. You have a conversation with them. You have a business card. You have your information. Share that with them. Tell them that you want to know everything that they know. Take them out to lunch. Anything. And now even social media. Mm-hmm. Search the hashtag. DM whoever you feel is trustworthy. Do it at least for 20 people. You might get one back. Have a conversation with that person. Ask them how they got there. Can you shadow them? What do you need to know? What should I read? Where did you start? That's the main thing. You know, it's about finding that person that's gonna align you to that vibration that you need to make what they've created within yourself. Yeah.
3: I know you say you don't like Amazon because of um, you know, people aren't buying books traditionally. Mm-hmm. But where can we buy books? Besides like the Barnes and Noble's, you know, the big stores. Right.
2: And then that's the thing. Delaware there is no place right. because it's like well I work at the art <coughs> museum but it's in the art museum so you have to have the art museum hours which are like never anything and then there's the Hocasin bookshelf but that's in Hocasin and there was a nice street bookstore but that closed so technically you're right there is nothing but there's places like bookshop so bookshop.org um yes and then also uh mahogany books Black-owned bookstore, Sankofa Books as well. That's a good one. It is. in D.C. They can find anything that you need. So I would say there are other online resources that, and then the cool thing about Bookshop is that money goes to independent bookstores.
3: Okay. So he said Mm -hmm. bookshop.org.
2: Mm-hmm. Mahogany Books. And
0: Sankofa Books as well. Okay.
1: So tell us more about um, what you do with your books and how, for you, that raises your consciousness.
2: Mm, so you mean what I do with the public or what I yes, do with my own personal both. books? Oh, okay. Um, I want to say for the public, I I curate. I curate for the public. So I had um well, prior to COVID, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> unity in the community. So this was in. Was it Antipode? I can't remember where it was, but I like to just have the books out. I separate them between young adult and then middle grade and elementary and then adult. And -hmm. I have this like kind of like wheel that you spin Mm -hmm. and it chooses if you get something on the table, whether it's candy, food, um, incense or a book. And yeah, people get books that way. And then I kind of just have it open for adults too, because they think it's for kids all the time. Like mm-hmm. every time I set up, they're like, oh my God, they tell their kids, go yeah. <laughs> and get a book. And I'm like, there's stuff for you too. Like uh-huh. you need to be reading as well. And they're always surprised because I have like newer things. And they're like, oh my God. And it's about number one, creating an atmosphere mm-hmm. because there was a lady who had books there too, but she had them in tubs underneath the fold up table (laughs) and was like free books. Right. And that's the thing. It's about presentation. Mm -hmm. Number one, Mm -hmm. sis, people already don't want to read. Right. So what you actually have to do is you have to make it fun. Mm -hmm. So I like stack them. I lean them up against each other. I have them sectioned out. I have incentives for people to come over. Mm -hmm. I'm playing music. I'm creating an experience in my little tent or Mm -hmm. in my little pop-up or wherever I am. And then once you get those books, you tell them this is where you find me. Mm -hmm. And then you create that community. So they know that like, even if they don't see me out with books, you can find me at the library doing a workshop where we can discuss poetry. Mm -hmm. You can find me here doing soul poetry so you can receive a healing. For me, reading is about creating a third space because we already have the first space, which is home. Mm -hmm. We have the second space, which is work. But reading creates a free third space where you can leave all of that and find a cathartic space for you to kind of like breathe and to heal. And number 2, I want to make reading fun and enjoyable. Like I don't want to have all those dusty old books that we were reading in high school. Like I want to have a varied selection of books that not only speaks to my community but speaks specifically to that age group and what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Oh and my I think goodness, yes. yes, and I think in order for kids to want to read, it has to be interesting. And
3: I find it so where I used to love to read as a kid mm. as an adult, I I can't stay stimulated. Like, I start to fall asleep. Yes. Even when I, like, generally want to learn about the subject Mm -hmm. or the topic, like, I can't do Mm -hmm. it.
2: Well, number one, we live in a time where there's so much siphoning our energy. Mm -hmm. So we have to be very strategic on what we put our energy into. Mm -hmm. And then number two, it's like the publishing industry at this particular stage is publishing this same shit by the same people and then putting it on a, you know, a bestsellers list and everybody reads it and then there's a movie.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: People don't do the work. But at the same time, publishers and bookstores really aren't presenting all that's out there because there's more black and brown writers. They're just not going to be at the front of the store or they're not going to be on the shelf. Like You're actually going to have to either go and search them out or go to Mahogany Books or Sankofa or somewhere to actually find out what you're looking for. So this is a selection of books that I bought. And I think these are things that we as black and brown people and these authors are what we should be reading. Oh, y'all, these books is thick. (laughs) No, just this one. This is is a lot of history. (laughs) (laughs) And see, that's another thing, right? Because people be, people be literally recommending shit and it's like 800 pages and you're like, wait, I only and have two. I don't two. got time. I don't read right. read right.
3: I don't my attention because I can read that ratchet shit on Kindle all day. Listen,
2: and that's why I brought a varied list of things here. So number one, we have Chester Himes, who is one of my favorite authors. Um, this is an unfinished novel called Plan B. And I think it's timely because it's actually discussing what a race war would look like if black people got fed up. Ooh. And went to the streets and, and went after what we needed, required, and desired. Dismantled, you some know, the systematic racism. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's unfinished because he mysteriously died before oh, he could Lord. finish the manuscript. And when I say this is one of the most potent books that I've ever read in my entire life, just in the sense of the like Arthur
3: mysteriously died. Yes, ain't that Chester some Himes?
2: Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's been out of France and Paris and all those places. But it's a quick read. Mm-hmm. It's raw. It's timely. I like raw. And uh, yeah, it's a lot though, friends. It's a lot. Like there are just moments when I had to put it down because it's so intense. But Ooh. I think it's a necessary read for people who um, who are looking for this, mm-hmm. who, are, who are revolutionaries as well. And also revolutionary suicide. Um That's another book that I think you should read. But moving forward.
0: (laughs) Um,
2: Yes. Then we have The Men We Reaped, a memoir by Jesmyn Ward, who is one of my absolute favorite writers. Um, She actually grew up in Mississippi. And each... Because I read this a long time ago. Let me just make sure I'm saying the right thing.
3: Are you one that can reread a book after you read it already? I
2: can, depending on how good it is. It depends. But um, each book... It, sorry, each chapter <coughs> is about a man in her life um, who passed away Ooh. due to things happening in their own life, their addiction, um, systematic racism, oppression. It's it's a, a dangerous, raw, beautiful book um, about struggle and about our community and about what our black men are going through. Um, all age groups, all sexualities and it's all truth. It's a very heavy book, but her writing is poetic and stirring and she kind of creates elegies about these men. And it's so crazy because she just picks certain crystalline moments from when she knew them Mm -hmm. at their peak um, to let you into their life and who these men were. And then she lets you know like how they passed or how their lives were claimed um, in America or in their community or in their particular predicament. So yeah, that Men We Good. Reaped yeah. Yeah, by oh, Jasmine like, I need Ward. To,
3: need that. And
2: <laughs> then This Is My Baby, like Iyanla Von aunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is my baby. This book, I think this is the book that got me to London because I was holding on to a lot and this helped me let go. So it's called One Day My Soul Just Opened Up 40 um, Days and 40 Nights Towards Spiritual Strength and Personal Growth. So basically, um, there are morning rituals and meditations that I you do. I need that. And you can have it. So the cool no, thing is.
0: Want yeah,
2: I, I own a bookstore. So the thing is, yes, and let me make sure this is the new one. Let me make sure this is in mine. Yeah, okay, wait, this is blank. You can have this one. Okay, um, have books. Yes, because it makes sense. So the thing is, this book is meditations in the morning, readings, and then meditations at night. And it's just for 40 days. And when I say old girl goes in, so you're facing everything. She gets wrong yeah, cause she, don't she does because you know you know what y'all I do. Was yeah,
1: she'll text. Are you
3: serious? <laughs> they emailed me back and then I flicked.
1: No. Oh, no! my family's fucked up. Girl, she needs that. You need it. For, she
3: she she needs. I that. don't feel family. like my mom would have completed it. it. I feel like.
2: I'm, but. It's the thing though, maybe she can complete this book. Maybe you can do it together. There's so many things, but it's, it's one of those things when she has the spiritual jewels in here that we need as black and brown people mm. to heal all of that muck and that ancestral kind of craziness. Yeah. But then also the cycles that we allow to continue to ripple through our families. And-
3: Yes, yeah, break the generation. Yes. Races. Yes.
2: And the only way this book can be powerful is if you actually show up for it. You know, Whew. that's the main thing. So, that one
3: that was a word.
2: I see it. Oh, yeah, there you go, my dear. And then, heal thyself. So, this is Heal Thyself for Health and Longevity by Queen Ofua. I have um,
1: I have her Sacred Woman book. Yeah, yeah, nice. yes. yes. the Pussy Listen, that is my book. Okay, Black Girl Bliss.
2: The thing about it is, this woman.
1: She's mad. She is no, so She does. And she's, she's so mad. raw, and so real.
2: She is. She
1: and like she gives it, it to you. She gives it to you. you. No she bullshit. Need. She
2: is exactly. And the crazy thing is, is like, um, even as a man, I read this because my mom yeah. was reading it, and I remember she was like halfway through, and she started to look real young. Mm-hmm. My, mom <laughs> <is> like, <laughs> my mom is like, my mom is seventy three. Oh wow. No, no, seventy two. She's really? gonna be seventy three. Yeah. Yes.
1: Bless her. Yes,
2: Rosalind, and um. She was doing the little, uh, you know, detox mm-hmm. and the cleansing, and she looked fantastic. Really? I said, Wait, what is this? And she said twenty one days, and I did it, and I was like, okay.
3: Oh, me and Shakur are about to get right. Yeah. Listen, Shakur
2: like,
1: already right. She's been helping me. Get no, right. I'm not all the way there. I'm still on my journey, so we take it together.
2: Yes, and you're on your way, both yes. of you. Yes. So, uh, yeah, heal thyself. It's 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 amazing. Like she gives you the tools to literally go into your body and release the toxins and the fat and the mucus and replace that with light energy and healing Mm. energy and prayers and peace and manifestation and all of that so about to be off the
1: grid yes
2: as you should be (laughs) there you go and then we have piece of cake another memoir by cupcake brown and this book i don't have anything to say about it in the fact that this shit is fucking insane. Like, it feels like a movie <laughs> because there's literally, like, she overcame so much, like, the death of her parents and childhood abuse and rape and drug addiction, miscarriage, mm. alcoholism, like, hustling, gangbanging, near-death experiences and drug dealing, prostitution, homelessness, like, shit, everything. Yes. And the thing is, it's, it's a long book. It but the, look pa- like it, though. the thing is, but the pages fly by. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you engaged. I read this years ago. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, I didn't know. Wait, Wait a minute, me. let me go back and read it. Did she say
2: that? Yes, because I didn't know people were living like this. Like, we get so ingrained in our own experiences that yes. we forget that, like, people have it worse yes. off. That's this was a young girl. Name, her real name was actually Cupcake Brown.
0: Oh. Um, is it?
2: Yeah. Oh. And, like, her adversity, like, this book is absolutely incredible and if you're looking for like a quick summer read even though it's long as shit it's still really good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: but this is gonna help we'll us unplug us. and put these motherfucking phones down agreed yes,
2: yes agreed and then we have pet um i always pronounce her name incorrectly She is a non-binary nigerian author um and this is the first book that i've actually read from the perspective of a non-binary individual. Okay. And it literally, I'm just going to read you the back real quick. There are no monsters anymore, or so the children in the city of Lucille are taught. Jam, that's her real name, and her best friend Redemption have grown up with this lesson all their lives. But when Jam meets Pet, a creature made of horns and colors and claws who emerges from one of her mother's paintings and a drop of Jam's blood, she must reconsider what she's been told. Pet has come to her to monster in the shadow of something grim lurking in redemption's house jam must fight not only to protect her best friend but also to uncover the truth and the answer to the questions how do you save the world from monsters if no one will admit they exist
1: Mm. yeah come on
2: yes so the thing about it is it's a black girl she's a main character and she's trying to unpack what is is really
3: grabbing too it's
2: beautiful right
3: especially in black communities where you start speaking Things like this, and they, oh, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Or you're crazy, or shut yeah, that yeah, shit
2: yeah, up. It's so dismissive. So it's all about these invisible things in the lives of Black and brown individuals. And then also through the, the lens of a child, mm-hmm. kind of like unpack, why is the world so fucked up? Mm. Why is so much stacked against Black people? What are these invisible barriers? What is this systematic thing that, you know, is destroying the very fabric of our culture? and our families, and our bloodlines, and our people. And it's a very powerful book. Um, next, we have, so this is his, his novel, Long Division, but I wanted to bring his memoir, but I realized I got it from the library and I was like, oh, I don't own it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, I was like, oh, oh it's, it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I believe it's Kiese Chiese Um He wrote a memoir called Heavy, and it's about his relationship with his grandmother. Well, no, it's about his mother and his grandmother and his own relationship with food. Mm. Yes, and wait. And Mm. every chapter is a letter that he writes to his mother. Listen to me. When I say this book had me in tears, and it was one of the best books that I've read in my entire life because Mm. he goes to a place with sexuality and body image and food that no other writer that I've ever read has gone to.
3: You said Heavy in a memoir.
2: Yes, K-I-E-S-E-L-A-Y-M-O-N, Kisei Layman. Um, let me see that. Let
1: me just uh, take a Yeah,
2: well, no, this is Long Division, that's his novel. His book is called Heavy, but that's his name, so you can have okay. that in a future reference. Um, and then two more books, we're almost done. No, you're good. This is you're good. Mistress. And I actually know this young lady. Ooh, and... I wanted to be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> You're worth more. You're worth more. <laughs> and the cool thing about me. <laughs> I
0: can't. Chasing the truth, though, I can't. But you gotta
2: speak your truth in order to heal from it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find your healing. Okay. <laughs> Shrooms are high water. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is Mistress, and this is by uh, Shayla Sabri.
3: Well, I like the cover. Yeah,
2: it's gorgeous, right? So, basically, it's about this young black woman unpacking her body in this particular time through the history of Sally Hemings and how she unpacked her oh. body through Thomas Jefferson. Yes. So it's like, not only is it a conversation between time periods, it's a conversation between Black women and what that body means not only to to men, but to authority, to power, to agency. Mm. Oh my God. She's just such a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant woman. Uh, But yeah, so that's Mistress by Shayla Sabri, And Shayla is C-H-E-T apostrophe L-A Sabri S-E-B-R-E-E. And then last but not least, we have this tome. um,
1: That's the big-ass
2: book. Right. Now, I didn't read this version. (laughs) I read the young adult version, which is significantly thicker, but it has the same content. Because my dad actually read this one. Um, This is called Stamp from the Beginning. And it's by Ibram X. Kendi. And it's the definitive history of racist ideas in America. So it literally starts of, what is racism? How did it begin? How did we get here? What tools and work do we need to overcome this and to, you know, dismantle our oppressor? Mm -hmm. Very, very powerful book. And yeah, I would either say get this one or the YA version, young adult version. Um, Because right now, more than ever, we need to know our history. We need to arm ourselves and we need to be aware of not only what's stacked against us, because I feel like right now a lot of people are educating themselves about our own culture and it's not going to be enough anymore just to be black. We have to know our history Mm -hmm. so when the conversations come up, we can act accordingly
1: cuz Karen is good for telling us about us. She so is. we need to stay ready she and is. and and learn about our culture yeah. and where we come from and our roots. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that a motherfucker can't tell us shit. I was just right. thinking
3: how it's like right. I don't know like my mom's mom's mom like my great-grandmom or where I've come from or like, are we anywhere else besides who we know at the family reunion? Like, Right. Other, like- and also,
2: why not? We have to think about, mm-hmm. like, why we don't know. Because there's been a massive erasure in the Black community. My grandmother was like, oh, we don't have all our names past a certain person in our family because we used to write all our names down in the Bible, and then the Bible went missing. I was like, wait, that's how we, we were keeping track what? of our bloodline, right? Right. So now it's just like that what that's, process, right? That's in. mind-boggling. But a lot, apparently, a lot of Black people did it because wow. people were like, "Yeah, I did that too. We put it in the Bible, and we kept it in mm. the living room, and, and I don't wrote want that the- fuck ass ancestry
3: bullshit?' Talking about that, my, my my slave master was living in England, right? Fifty thousand years, like, and, mm. I and that's why you use things like
2: African ancestry, which I used. Mm-hmm. So basically, it is three hundred dollars. $300 was it's the best $300 I've ever spent. Because what happens is you swab and you either do your patrilineal or your maternal. Um, Patril is father, maternal is mm-hmm. motherly. Mm-hmm. And I found out that I was 100% matched to Mali mm-hmm. and the tribe of Songhai.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. they get deep into that ancestry then. They do. Yeah. They
2: really, really do. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But yeah, now is our time to educate. That's- It's very, very much our time, and I think not education in the sense of like an Instagram post with like a quote. Yeah, I mean, like actually reading, right? Do that dig digging into your history. You have to be intentional, right? Right. Yep. Where do we come from? Who is our family? All of these things. At the same time, the people we trust and who also present us out in the world, like these celebrities, Mm -hmm. they have to be educated too because the world is watching. Yeah. So, we have to be very careful, very intentional, but always bring peace and always bring, always bring intention. Yeah.
3: I feel a Black Girl Storytime book club coming. Yes.
1: Yes. are like yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Malik, okay? Yes. Yes. We got the plug <laughs> on the books. We got right the plug, here. plug, okay? So,
3: can we get books for you?
2: Yeah. So, the only thing is, I give them away for free. So, I go to this place. I was not open anymore, but it was called the Book Thing in Baltimore. So me and my dad would go, and Mm -hmm. we would like fill his car and take all the books that we could get. So the thing is, I can't take orders because I never know what my inventory is going to be like. But I have a storage unit, and I can take requests. So maybe not paying the bills
3: uh, with with free books. How can we sew into you?
2: Yes. Oh, you can come to my workshops and pay me that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the thing about it is, we're actually having. Well, we're working on having um, a trauma-related event, like in <sighs> Wilmington, oh, would be wow. great. that we're going to call Soul Refresh. So it'll yeah. be a three-week event series with literally, liter sorry, literacy, mindfulness, hip-hop yoga, perhaps karate, a little bit of ice cream, and yeah.
1: Y'all need speakers. Black girl story time is available. And you know, listen, okay, I'm waiting. Would you
2: guys (laughs) ever do like a live show?
1: We were just talking about that. Yeah, we're we're ready to go visual. Yeah, we're ready. I'm holding
2: this back. I was, Black
1: Girl Story Time is going to go visual. Okay, we got a lot of shit in store for y'all, but yes, we yeah. are we thinking about going live. Not
3: thinking about. We are going to go percent. live. That's what we
2: need. Thank you. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love that, and we would, we would love to have you. Before, Before we, we end constant. anything,
3: how can we get in touch with you? How can we find you? You can find handle?
2: me. On my website, www, and I pay for this every month. Okay, so I'm on www.pluginthemww.com, <laughs> but then also in my DMs on Instagram at brevitybookspace. Because
1: he's fine, honey. Yes, <laughs> yes, he <laughs> is.
2: <laughs> Stop it. And you
1: already told us he was single, so. But,
2: oh, no, I'm not single.
1: Oh. He says he's not married. Sorry. Right, he's not I'm married, not, right, but he's I'm not single.
2: single. Let, no, we can't say that. No, not single. Cheats. listen. But. Whoever
1: is out there in my bed,
2: <laughs> very happy. The thing is, though, personal Instagram account, I'm open to as well, mm-hmm. um, books Kanye could be mm-hmm. reading. And I think that's it. Oh, All right, and-
3: please give him a book.
2: Listen. Now more than
3: ever. Bless his heart. <laughs>
2: when are we going to stop? Like, what's the forgiving ending? Because I love, listen, I, I worshiped at that church of Kanye, early Kanye. Yeah. Old Kanye. Yeah. But now I'm like, He's I He's always know. been a little
3: stranger things to me.
2: Always, always. Really, I feel
3: music. Like- I respect the music, but as a, I've never been one to like follow celebs or go crazy because them niggas not giving me no money.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel He's that.
3: Always been a little. <sighs>
1: no, I feel from- like after his mother passed, I feel like that's when he, he kind of took
3: that, her. that go Stop it! No, <laughs>
2: here we go. He didn't give his mother's life, not that blood. No, stop it. But it's one of those things with. For me, his intelligence and his creativity has always superseded his antics. Yes. So I've been like, listen, you've been a good to us. Tomorrow. Yeah, that's
3: what I think. This is all is a project tomorrow is coming out. The the album and the movie.
1: I don't think that'd oh. I think he really is in need of some healing. I think he is. I agree. So. And I and, and I think that right now his mental health that is, 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 is massively massive. his genius right issue. now. Right and i don't I don't think that it's fair to him that we ostracize him like this, mm. but the, he's
3: like he's built his life in the way of a circus, like you go bag Kim and throw babies in her and you know they got that show like you mm. threw yourself in the midst of and all that in surrogates
2: and they're still yeah. trying to have babies. I'm yeah, like, yeah. well, your, your father needs to get himself situated first. But, but now she's passing down this some purpose up. about
3: herself, so it I looks know. like cause we never know what's really going on. That's it's true. a lot yeah. of energy.
2: But the main thing is, I think we have to just stop saying yes. We have to stop all these yes men that are surrounding he, yeah. him and giving was, this. Just to make that the, point, just yes, because
3: of who he is, and really right. reach out.
1: Like we like, come on, what were you doing? Come on, when you, you need you needed to have a, somebody who who was in your corner to say, don't let him do that shit. Mm-hmm. Don't let him do that. Mm-hmm. And somebody needs to physically stop him because just saying, oh, well, c- uh, come on, like you don't need to do that. You need somebody to be like, no, listen, sit your ass down. Mm-hmm. And he probably does a great do.
3: purpose. Even going back to that and today against with Trump, he probably really like wanted to do something for us as a black community, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't look good.
2: I don't know, but at the same time, I think this is this is also a distraction. Yeah, it's a big, a big of course, absolutely. Like it's one of those. It's election oh year. God. I don't put shit Literally. right. <laughs> right. It's like this look is... at Kanye, but then look at this Trump ad, and then look at this. You it's, want the COVID shot? Right. Right. Oh right. My God. The
1: vaccine is now at Walgreens. The <laughs> Like what? what? Wait a minute. Uh, How we jump from this to I don't come on? Get get so your much. Everything get your everything is a distraction right now from the end goal. And There's we need so to, to
3: to stay and to stay to focused. Inflict the fear. So you definitely have to be grounded in something.
2: You do. You gotta be grounded mm-hmm. in that. So so this is where your gift comes in is you need to have your home, that energy in your mm. home needs to be grounded and purified daily. When you have people coming through your door you don't like, or you have people who have left shit in your living room mm-hmm. in the what? borders. Get that sage so number one you clear it out with the sage clear out all energy everybody will to have kickbacks <laughs> literally yes, <laughs> literally. yes.
3: Not social distancing that's
2: it and Facts. to keep that positivity your palo Santo. Mm-hmm. yes and then you finish it off with your incense in the water yes your florida water yes. to cleanse that auric field but then you have your talismans so your crystals mm-hmm. your evil eyes always on deck. anything your necklaces your your mm-hmm. ancestral and also things that make you feel good and also like high vibrational food because it's not about what you put on you it's about what you listen to that's also being ingested Mm -hmm. what you watch is also being ingested that's what i'm trying to learn how to eat eat. to live yes 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 and it's a process because as a vegetarian there are days that i'll drive past and i'm like oh is that buffalo (laughs) <laughs> like, no, literally, I'm talking about, like, the hood buffalo wings, like, in a styrofoam and yes, a little melted, and you yes. got that little juice, but the, it's crispy. The little drip right yes. there, all, all the, all the, the games, styrofoam, yes. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, Lucy's. That's my shit. In <laughs> Wilmington? Yes! best that good? That salad yes! Salad. yes! Oh, my oh, God. So no, I was talking about that salad and that ranch dressing. Salad. Yes. Oh, yes. With the hard-boiled eggs and the onions. Listen, but also their french fries fucking snap, like. Fry hard, salt, pepper, ketchup. You know, the words, Literally.
3: literally
0: <laughs> the words.
2: That's works. it. Like right on top. And then I love it like when it's hot and like the ketchup kind of melted oh, a little bit. My
1: hair but that, oh, that What Hold on, wait. You gotta put your hair back for something like that. Listen,
2: <laughs> but the bigger question, where do you get that hood ketchup from? You know the ketchup.
1: I haven't had it. Haven't I had only had that salad.
2: Oh my God. I don't know what it is about that ketchup. Cause the Chinese store, we having the same ketchup
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, and that bottle. Yeah, yeah, that, that red, the red nice. sauce. That ain't nice. listen, I
1: don't know what it is. It's what is, hot is it? Sauce I have no fucking yeah.
2: idea. <laughs> <laughs> They just they sprinkle that shit on the top, it's like a this, that shit. Pick that it's, shit up. Yes. Because it's like in DC, it's called Lucy's Mambo. Need to, Mambo sauce. Need call yeah. Us yeah, Mambo sauce. We can definitely get it back together. Okay. Listen. Is good. It's one of them hood staples. It's bruh. an establishment. And the phone is always busy. What? Ain't, I ain't that like a black establishment? <laughs> <laughs> These <laughs> niggas don't
1: never answer the phone.
3: Hey. They got Listen. two numbers. That's the thing. You got to call both of them back and back.
2: You like what? Why, why did I do you that? Do? because the number just But then, be then we still
3: continue. I told her, we're not ordering shit. Else we are getting food tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: gotta pull up. <laughs> One day uh, I had went to, to an establishment and I was like, these niggas will never answer their phone. I was so determined. I just went there. I said, fuck it. I, I they took the phone. I don't <laughs> care. I'm about to just drive. Didn't know if they was open. I said, I'm about to just go and just and just listen. God, you know, take the will because I'm about to get this food tonight. <laughs>
2: And sometimes it bees like that. You gotta be real active. You gotta move. You really, really have to move.
1: So y'all production is uh, waving us down, so we appreciate Selim so much for coming. Absolutely he amazing. has been a force today. To oh.
0: Yes, to we have back. to
1: have him soon. Yes. We appreciate you coming and you are so beautiful and Thank so pure you. and Thank I appreciate you. you coming and sitting down and chatting with us and listening to our antics. Yeah. We appreciate it. Salim is gems. Listen, <laughs> we listen it. yes. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> but the thing is, I look, listen. I just want to tell your listeners something. Like These two women are real and genuine and authentic, and the place or the well from which they take their humor and their love and their insight is from a place of healing. It's a place that you guys need, and they're giving from their hearts and their souls. And I am just so thankful to be a part of this, and I'm so grateful and so appreciative to be here. Like, I cherish you and I honor you with my presence, and I want you to keep going. And I want uh-huh. you to use these gifts to keep yourself protected mm-hmm. so that when this does lift off and when you do go public and when you do find your gift and when you do meet another crossroads, you're ready to face it because you already yes. have. And I'm just an old friend here to remind you to be great. That's all. I say. Yes, and sir.
1: and we need them.
2: Yes, so it is. <laughs> so
1: listen, we going to go before our Karate's Thug Tears. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Join us again. Thank you guys for listening. And again, Absolutely. thank you, Saleem, for having yeah. us and chatting. you are our first chatting. interview on the vlog. Really? You are. Yes. yes. You
2: are.
0: Yes. yes. This is a historic moment. Yes.
2: No? Oh, oh. Sorry,
1: I'm not. Oh.
3: Who else did we interview?
1: As, as a business owner. We
3: had are. a collaboration with someone else, but there wasn't uh, an interview. Well, so what,
1: what, Well, that was an interview. It was, it was an interview, but you're our first business owner to be this on the is true. show. There
2: we go. Black Your
1: first business yes. owner. Put some Thank respect you. on it.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So, so blessed. Um, so grateful. So, y'all, make so sure warm. y'all check
1: out Brevity Books and make sure yes. y'all follow him and get all the good stuff, okay? Come- he is giving away books for free. Yeah. Okay. There's no reason why y'all can't read <laughs> now. <Stack. laughs> okay. And I'm going to take my books home and love all yes. my books. Put the We phone appreciate down. you again. Thank you. All right. See y'all. Love and light. See y'all.
0: Bye.